0: Alright to both say good morning let us begin so we are picking up continuing in os Samich in sitka satzadik just so remember again we left off on page kufmem Vav in the hasidus we left off in the right hand paragraph Right at the end of that first paragraph, by the brackets, so Reb Tzavik introduced us to this incredible concept that although there is a mitzvah of tochacha, there is a mitzvah of rebuke, that a person ultimately, again, should go ahead and give. And remember, we spoke about it yesterday the word rebuke has such a has such a negative connotation and sounds so harsh and and caustic. But whereas, remember, again, the mitzvah of, the biblical mitzvah of tochacha, of rebuke, is one that is motivated out of love. That I love my friend so much that I cannot stand idly by and watch while they commit something wrong. Because I recognize that through their commission of some type of misdeed, at the end of the day, they're going to be put at a disadvantage. But what Reptodic really introduced us to is this concept that before one rebukes another, and before one goes ahead and mochiach another, one must make sure that one is free of that very same sin. So remember, again, Rab Zadik is speaking about this on a, on a biblical level, or I should say on a spiritual level, because halochah l'mayseh, in the event, I, I didn't, I, I forgot to bring out copies, at the me for tomorrow, because remember says, if I am not free from this very sin, then ultimately, again, the, based in Shomal, the heavenly court opens up the file on me and says, wonderful, you're rebuking someone else. So excellent, if you're rebuking someone else, that must mean that you are free of this very same sin. So based will go ahead and open up my files. Now, see, Reb Tzavik understands this for the following reason, just in the, the dynamic, but we're going to point out another dynamic as well. Reb Tzavik's idea is that when you rebuke another person, you cause them pain. You cause them pain. And we spoke about again, no matter what the source of that rebuke is, whether it's accidental rebuke, intentional rebuke, the idea is when, when I someone, I rebuke someone, I cause them pain. So it's interesting, almost like the Rapsodic is saying is that if you're going to cause someone pain, make sure you have the license to do so, even if your intentions are good. And the license to do so is if you are free from that very same sin. But if you are in the same boat as the person you are rebuking, then you have no right to cause that person any level of tsar. See, writes so over here in the brackets, vizeh kigam habusha vhatzar vaagmas nefesh shiyesh adam ba'avur avono kishan nashim mokich nosolov. That Rebbe when a person is when a person is rebuked for the averas that he has committed, there is an element of embarrassment. There is an, embedded, an element of pain and agmas nefesh, and just almost like inner turmoil <speaking> in <Hebrew> that a person has regarding his sin when others rebuke him about it. <speaking in Hebrew> so I will say, the and the agmas nefesh, the pain that I experience through Dolchacha, through being rebuked about my behavior, on one hand, the powerful part of that is that counts as yisuri, right? That counts as part of my suffering. Remember again, suffering is profound and powerful, and yet it has the ability to purge me of my sin. So when Reuben comes along and rebukes me for my avira, so the truth is the pain I feel from that is cathartic pain, it's part of my kapara. But the rabbi goes on, he says, however, viyesh al zehaklaal, shekomi shamanish es zulaso. So I was saying, so now is just saying I want you to understand why it is so severe that if I rebuke someone over a particular Aveira and I myself am guilty of that Avera, that I am held liable for that. And that's because Rapsabik says when you rebuke someone, you're causing them pain. You're causing them pain. So I will say the notion of causing someone else pain is a very dramatic idea, both in Halakha as well as hashkafa. So the Ptothik says, if you're gonna cause them pain, and you yourself are coming from a vantage point, ultimately, where you've worked on this particular issue, you've worked through this particular issue, you've rectified this particular issue, that's fine. But to cause someone else pain, when you yourself are afflicted with the same spiritual malady, when you yourself are struggling with the same thing, that you don't have the right to do. So therefore says Rab before you're going to rebuke someone else, make sure that you are free from that very same iniquity, from that very same hate. So I also want to point out, you know, Mahesh M- pointed out, one second this is Rabbi Tzavik saying that I can never give rebuke so also remember again Rabbi Tzavik is not saying that right because remember there is still a biblical mitzvah of there is there, there is a mitzvah on the books that if you see someone doing something wrong you are supposed to be them. you are supposed to rebuke them is there a better English word than rebuke There is a better word okay I just want to point out you understand when I use the word rebuke I criticize is not better what was it Admonish. <laughs> I don't know. You know, all of these words have that same. I, I just want to point out that the biblical mitzvah of Mochir is not yelling at someone. That, 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 that's what I just want to point out. Right? It, it's speaking in a very soft voice and it's speaking in a very loving way. But it's seeing things that may be difficult to hear. So I want to be clear. Reptavik is not negating the biblical precept of tochacha. He's not saying there's no mitzvah of rebuking. He's just saying there's a prerequisite. Press there's a pre... I'm sorry? First you do yourself. First you do yourself. Right? So, so that, that, that's all Abzavik is saying is, of course there's a mitzvah of rebuke. And of course there are times in life when you have to go ahead and point something out to someone. But Abzavik says the prerequisite for that is, are you in the spot? Are you in the zone? Are you in the place? Are you in the, personal, are you in the level of personal preparedness to deliver this to someone else? And all Rup is saying is, I must make sure that I am in the proper spiritual space to deliver this message of rebuke to another. That's the entire essence of this. Am I in the space to be able to go ahead and do this? If the answer is yes, then not only can I do it, but I may even have a mitzvah to do it. But if not, Rup says, in economic, work on yourself first before you go ahead and rebuke someone else. It was a very profound yisod. Now, like Maish mentioned, do I think that the way this turns out is therefore, you know, seven out of ten times you don't end up rebuking someone else? Probably. Probably. Because at the end of the day, I will say something interesting, what's often, the Ba'chon of explains that often the faults and shortcomings in others that we often see first are the ones that exist within ourselves, right? The, the Baal Shemtub actually has this concept that the world is your mirror. We often see ourselves in the world. So it's fascinating, if we're honest with ourselves, that when I pick up on something on someone else, it's amazing, if I'm honest with myself, those are my own deficiencies. So one, so Reb Tzaddik is alerting us to this idea that sometimes you know, when I'm ready to be mochiach, when I'm ready to rebuke someone else, because I see such a glaring deficiency. Reb Tzaddik just says, hold up, hold up. Because it's what you're seeing in the other, really what's broken inside of you. And many times the answer to that is yes. Again, all the time, not necessarily. But we'll you know, there's another piece to Reb Tzaddik, as well, why this piece is very important. They will say, what's the point of the mitzvah of Hochacha? What's the point of the mitzvah of Rebuke? What's the point? to better the other person, right? Also, remember again, the goal of this Mitzvah is not to yell at someone, right? Not to make it, ooh, that felt good, right? Nothing, right? Nothing makes a person feel good, like a good dose of rebuke first thing in the morning, right? I mean, I mean not getting it, I mean, giving it, right? That, that's, that, that's not the point. The point over here is because the Haftel recha I love my fellow Jew, I see someone doing something, it's the same way, by the way. You know, you ever have a situation where Chas shalom, you know, your child runs across the street, and without looking at a, and no one ever says, "Ah, oh, sheifala, mamala, tatala, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe don't do that again. Uh, maybe new age parenting is like that, right? Don't, don't do, Maybe, maybe, maybe don't do that again. Maybe don't do that again. The reflexive reaction is, you yell your kishkas out at your kid, right? It's not anger, it's because I love my child so much, and the notion that they've just placed themselves in danger elicits such a visceral response. I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I, I'm in love. Right? I love my child so much that it's going to evoke this reaction. So Tzadab says, the mitzvah of tochacha is not motivated out of anger and amas, it's motivated out of love. So the, my goal is, I see my fellow Jew doing something wrong. I, it hurts me that they're doing it. I want them to course correct. And say. both say any one of us who has ever received rebuke, right? And I'm assuming that's all of us. Any any and knows what it feels like. Some sometimes to get rebuke from someone who themselves is a very broken person. What's the first reaction when you receive rebuke like that? Right. The first reaction. Really, really. You're let me get this straight. You you're giving me tohaha? You're giving me rebuke. Maybe it's could I save your breath a little bit and go ahead and work on yourself. We've all been on the receiving end of that kind of rebuke, where it just feels so disingenuous, because the person who's giving it him or herself is such a flawed person. But say, This is the other piece. Reptavik says, the mitzvah of tochacha is not simply to let off steam. It's not simply to yell at someone to make yourself feel better. It's because I care about the other person. I see what you're doing is wrong, and I, I, I want you to be better. So Reptavik says, the goal is to have your words Heard. The goal is to have your words heeded. So when does that work? If I'm myself in a situation where I'm on the right spiritual level, if I'm holding in the place where, again, the person who's on the receiving end and says, "Ah, oh, you know what? That guy. Okay, I hear it. It stings a little bit because it always stings. It always stings. But, but, but I, I hear it. I hear where it's coming from. I understand the person. I know that this is someone who works on himself. So it's really two things. I will say. It's number one: this idea about a that, namely. If I go ahead and I give tochacha regarding something that I myself am imperfect in, I've caused someone sar through my tochacha. The based in Shamal says, one second, you're causing someone sar in an area that you yourself are deficient? That's not so bashat. That's not so Pasha, that's Aleph. And Bayes, if my goal is that the Tochacha be heard, the best way to allow your Tochacha to be heard is to go ahead and to make yourself into the kind of person who when others receive Tochacha from me, they'll say, okay, that person may not be perfect, but at the end of the day, that is an individual who clearly works on himself and I understand that what he is saying, he is saying out of concern and love for me. Masha'inkin, if I am a profound, profoundly broken person, and I then give to Tehachah, nine out of ten times no one's ever going to listen, because at the end of the day, the source of that Tehachah is severely compromised. We'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up, we'll spend one more day, Meretz Hashem Sif tomorrow, to be continued.